Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in to 217 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm Rose Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. This week, guys, we are drinking... Um, beer. We're drinking beer, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, Nelson's Guide to the Galaxy from... I wrote this down somewhere. It's the very first time that we've ever drank beer on the Plug and Play Podcast. It is. So we started with an IPA. It's a double IPA, if I remember right. I need it. I'm three glasses of wine in. Now let's get some double IPA going. This is a bad idea. This is a great fucking bad idea. idea. That's how we should start every podcast. The Nelson's Guide to the Galaxy comes to us from Ex Nova Brewing. It is a double, it's an Imperial Double New England, um, 8% ABV and 40 IBUs. It's pretty smooth, actually. Not, yeah, it's, not that uh, bitter. It's very smooth, actually. But strong, apparently. Well, let, let's see how strong it is. I got... Why did you... Yeah, you started with two glasses of wine. That was, there's still, still a good growler over there. Let's do this. <sighs> yeah, I actually got um, two half growlers from for a really good deal at. Um, Do you want to explain why? Yeah, I was tap tap union. Um, I think it's called tap union freehouse. I always get the name wrong. Um, after work, and they have a great price for growlers to begin with. I think it's like eight bucks or something insane. Something stupid like that, yeah. Something really stupid, like almost half price everywhere else. Yeah. And um, so I asked for this one, and it filled halfway, and then it tapped out. Like, well, that's free. I'm like. Oh, so um, that's kind of a thing that they do here. I don't know if they do it everywhere, but especially in the Northwest, it's like if you blow a tap, which means like you empty the keg, mm-hmm. they give it to you for free. It's like winning the lottery on a really small scale. Exactly. But, you know, a half growler wouldn't really cut it for our show because, you know, Zach's an alcoholic. Exactly. And so um, we're like, well, shoot, I need a little more beer. And just she's like, me. She's like, well, I'll loan you a half growler and get something else and I'll just charge you for the beer and you can bring the growler back. I'm like, okay. That's cool. So, for- so you go there often enough to made this worth it. Um, I I need to go there off more often, honestly, because they carry a really interesting selection of beer. Like they only have two IPAs out of like ten, so, and the others are like really interesting categories of beer that we have not brushed out to. So, what is the what's the other like tap house? It's like Growler Rush or something like that. Oh, there's a bunch now. Um, okay, I have to ask Tony what it is, but they actually specifically put on a cake just for him. They imported it out. It's the only one mm-hmm. that's outside the brewery. It's called Rusty Nail. Okay. It's a dark, dark beer, and it's very good. Oh. So we should head up there and grab it. Why did you point. hook us up with that? Well, because it's a far drive. It's up near your work somewhere. Oh my gosh, that's so far. Yeah, I know, right? Well, if you told Especially, me about it, so if it's close to my work, I, I could will pick let you it know, up. and we'll get it. We'll get All it right. for next time. I do want to go to that weird. Um, was it Level Up or? Oh yeah, we should Gresham do. We something. should do it's, a live from Level Up. Maybe it might be a bad idea. It's Gresham. No, it's not. Gresham's scary. It's a great idea. What's gonna happen? Um, murder stabbings. I'm down. Let's do this. Okay. Well, I'll ep- murder episode, and stab. Episode two eighteen, the final episode of Plug and Play Podcast no, coming soon. No, that's true. Two eighteen. This is two seventeen. I know. I'm saying that. Well, if we get murdered and stabbed, two eighteen will never go live. We'll like crawl from to, our grave. We'll I'll be like, to, I'll crawl. hit the publish button. I'm like, I'm Ugh. dying. Someday we'll invent like podcast equipment that like edits and like posts and everything for us. That'd be sweet as shit. No, I I mean this company, um, Modern Price. No, Tascam actually. Oh, Tascam has a unit. It just they made some poor design choices, mm. like like robot voice changers instead of actual useful features that you'd want. Gotcha. But it's a little all in one box that is meant for recording podcasts. Huh. Just they made some, like I said, bad design choices. Bad design choices. Huh. 
Anyway. All right. Well, uh, what else you been up to this week? I can't talk about half of it. No, let's let's. Not. I really can't. Yeah. I, um, f- and some for legal reasons. I just I really can't talk about. Most yeah, of I don't want to self-incriminate. It's not that. It's it's just things. So things that I can talk about that are cool are. Um, can you hand me my Kindle? Actually. Um, I went to. Well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking far away. I brought my Kindle because it's got like. All a, right, hold on. I'm getting it. Okay. Just keep talking. So I went and saw a Prospect with um, my um, brother-in-law and buddy Steve, and he had got us tickets. Um, wait, wait, wait. Your brother-in-law or your buddy or both? Both. Okay, just checking. He was my buddy before he was my brother-in-law. Okay. That's why I hesitated because I, I didn't know which one to lead with. I guess we should say that you have known your wife since how old? Literally kindergarten. So you've known her family since basically kindergarten. So yes, you yeah, are so buddies with her we've, brother. We've mentioned uh, my brother-in-law before. Yeah, he, he, he runs a podcast called like uh, Steve Told You, right? He did at one point. Um, anyway, he's in the movies like like I'm into video games. So this is you're in the movies like you're in the video games. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're a fucking movie head. No, you just don't watch any movies because you're weird. Um, so this Does Pornhub count? No, those are not no. movies. I mean, They're some not... of them are longer. Than what, five minutes? No, some of them are like a half hour. Okay, back to independent filmmaking. Okay. So right. this was filmed in the um, the rainforest up north. Uh, was it the Olympic Peninsula, I think it's something like that. It's anyway near Seattle. Oh, okay. And they, in our state, yes. It's the yeah. Olympic National Rainfor- Rainforest. Or they kind like of that. based the movie around that because they're like, what can we do with this cool like geography? Like, we'll, we'll make it an alien world. So that was the basis for the movie. And it's the story of like these um, really scrappy miners, this guy and his daughter. And what's cool about you can just scroll through and look at the tech. What's really cool about the production is they imagine an entire world, and um, they kind of flushed it out with this. Does this thing only do black and white? Yeah, oh. uh, the Kindle is paper white. Um, Why is it unreadable? Because it's scaled in too small. I could show you on the PC. It doesn't matter. Just look at the pictures. I'm looking at a picture, but I was also trying to read. Yeah. So, they flesh out the technology, like, when they drop... It's from... a Roomba! Kinda. Um, it so, cleans. So, they have, like, a pod in this um, space station, and the space station goes around this system, and, you know... The patch gun is literally a nail gun. Kind of. So, that's, like, for an emergency, like, when you get... Uh, rupture in your suit and an injury. Okay, it like, fills you in, um, and that's the thing. They have all these cool pieces of tech that they've developed for this world. Like they have these like electric rail guns, and they have um, the ship that I talked about. It's like a pod that drops from the space station, and the whole thing is like you've only got a certain amount of time before the before, before the space station comes. <laughs> there's your notifications. Before Sorry, the, before Podcast the space station comes back. Today. So um. Like, if you miss the space station coming back, you're screwed. You're stuck on that world forever. What? Well, forever? Yeah, because, like, these are, like, really poor miners. They don't have their own, like, spaceships. They basically have pods that can go re- re-entry and then up, and that's it. So they have to hook up to this floating space station or they're screwed. And then they're mining for this really weird stuff that's sort of organic. And, like, if they fuck it up, like, it just shrivels into nothing. But if they get it right and put the acid on it at the right time, they get these really cool gems. What the hell is the Raylon Crusader laser scalpel? Just what it says, a scalpel. There is a scene in this movie of... Like Like surgery? Like frontier surgery. You would like that. What's Pastor's Henry Slurry Pack? Um, I don't remember that one. That might be like an antibiotic sauce. Oh, okay. Um, 
so what's cool about this movie, not only just the tech that feels very lived in. This it, looks like a, like a legit like manual to these items. Right. This and is super cool. So what you would like about this, Zach, is it you keep saying you were born in the wrong time or something. This is a movie about a frontier. Like, like there's no room for error. Like, if you miss your dropship pickup, you're screwed. You're done. You're dead. Like, if you don't... I pa- would enjoy this, probably. If you don't pack enough filters for your spacesuit or, or take care of them... You're gonna die of asphyxiation. Like I think this is up my alley. There's no, there's no room for mark for error. It's like there's no law. Like they at one point they come across two other people, and the first thing things people say is "Give me your stuff," and they had better guns. So I need to live in this time. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 a western really about a frontier that's just wild and unforgiving, no law, and based in the future. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, but you know th- there is tech in it, but it's. It's very like day to day tech. It's not like Star Trek or Mass Effect. Yeah, tech. no, no, no. It's like it's it, like shit that we could make, but we yeah. just haven't like, made. I, because I we really don't loved have like one of my favorite scenes is really early when they're getting ready to drop to this planet to go mining, and they're firing up the sequence of the switches inside their pod, and they're they're thumbing through like a paper manual. That's cool. To like do the switches right, it's just you know, yeah. it feels real that way. Yeah, yeah. So um, is this like an older movie that's no, been... No, it just came out. It literally just hit. It was a very um, tightly funded independent film. It's only... Was it re- actually filmed here? Um, I don't know. I mean, the yes. The forest parts for sure. Okay. Um, and they did a lot of the spacesuits from uh, cosplayers up in Seattle. They had like a... They took a, um old shipbuilding factory and turned it into their like costuming department. Damn. Um. And I know all these things because after the movie, the direct one of the co-directors was talking about it. Like, oh, nice. Um, Did they use the shipyards down here in Vancouver that are? Uh... No, no, they just oh, had everything okay. up there. Okay. But it was really cool. They said there was arguments about you know with the cosplayers making the tech like why it should be this way, why the spaceship should have this. That's thing or, cool. And you know you might not notice certain details like that, but it adds. It adds value. It does. Like the lead actress, she's like I don't know somewhere between ten and thirteen actually learned like the space language you see her in the beginning writing in her journal in this weird like language and the scene's only like three or four seconds but she's actually writing it like she spent the three months learning it so she could write it that oh one, shit that one scene and it's just little stuff like that and it's a really great story of survival in very harsh conditions um it was pretty neat um, that's super cool so even if you're not super into sci-fi if you're into like you know man versus nature and like harsh frontier living, and like when there's no law, you know, what would people actually do? And it's it's really interesting. Like one of the characters that's kind of you think is like a total bad guy, maybe he is, but he ends up you know because of circumstances having to um, help the the main character, and they, there's an uneasy trust that develops. A lot of good character development. Can't say enough. It was a really good movie. Um, it'll probably be. I, it's it's only at a really short theater run in some theaters because they don't know how to market a weird movie like this. So that's enough about Prospect. I enjoyed it a lot. If you see it, um, it'll probably be on a streaming service, honestly, before you, it's in a theater Amazon. near. Something like that. Netflix, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but I do recommend it, um, and I think you'd actually enjoy it. And I know I don't say that about too many movies. Except for John Wick. Um, yes, and you need to see John Wick with some heroes. You keep promising me. But not well, we have to pick a night, and obviously not podcast night because that would be a really boring podcast. Huh? Look at that. Huh. Oh, Ooh, that was cool as fuck. Yeah. That'd be a long ass episode too for me to edit. I no one would want to watch that. Um, the other they don't watch us. They listen to us. We're all around, round, 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 round. The only other thing I'd like to mention about my week is that PlayStation bought me tacos. 
So like Sony Entertainment? Yes. So I was a little bit short on cash, but I wanted to eat something, right? And I got the mail, and there was two checks in the mail. And they were from Sony PlayStation. You and got two of them? Yeah, $10.07 each. So Wait, why 2014? I don't know why that specific amount, but there was a class action lawsuit at some point for PlayStation 3. Because when PlayStation 3 came out, they ran Linux, and then they ran an update that removed Linux. And see, when they originally advertised it, I said, runs Linux. And then they took away Linux, and somebody sued them. And I was a PlayStation 3 owner, so I got to pay out. I was a PlayStation 3 owner as well. <laughs> Origi- I haven't checked my mail in was a while. It, was it original? the original one, the big fat one? No. Yeah, you, the, that didn't have Linux. Oh. So you weren't qualified anyway. My cousin got it. Maybe. Well, anyway, I got that tacos. son of a bitch. So I got really good tacos at Crave. They're like good the, tacos. Are they good tacos there? They were good. A little bit expensive maybe, like $3 each. But My favorite waitress there, Casey. Yeah, okay. I, don't know. I like the tacos more than the waitress, but they, I don't know. they don't she's know She's friendly. Me. Yeah. I think I know her. She's blonde. Yep. R- relatively new. Mm, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, shout out I've to, just been going recently. Shout out to Casey, who will never listen to the show, but thank you for being friendly, and thank you Let's for- Let's hope she doesn't listen. Don't be creepy about it. She brings me to Long Island before I even sit down. That's they, cool. They all do. It doesn't matter, yeah. though. They know. Speaking of being an alcoholic. I was like, I only sit in her section because she has a kid's section. Uh, and so she always knows I want an IPA. So yeah, she brings me an IPA before I even sit down. So nice. Yes. Where everybody knows your name. Yeah. See, Actually, exactly. they don't know my name. They just want to know what I drink, which is better. No, well, that's very true. Except for in Cheers, they did know your drink and your name. That's kind of cool. We should find a bar around here that's like Cheers. I mean, for me right now, it's Crave because I go there usually before we record. Actually, and have. Uh, I dinner. usually go there on Fridays. Yeah. Which we saw you there on Friday. That was weird. That was odd. I messaged you. I was like, Tim, I see you. And you're like well, looking around. I, and was, I was like, what was hey. hilarious is there was literally like six other dudes with scruffy beards and baseball hats. <laughs> like that's, oh, no, that's not him. Oh, no. That's like not him. my wife and I were like literally sitting there like watching you and your daughter like look around the restaurant. I'm not kidding. There was like. And I was like, I was going to take a photo and then your daughter saw me. I was like, fuck. There's literally like five or six other guys that met your basic profile. Was- yep, basically. It was pretty funny, though. You're a generic white dude. Yeah. All right. I know. Thank you. <laughs> what you been up to this week? Um, That's a good question. Uh, So other than going to the Crave, seeing you and your daughter, which is awesome. Got to talk for a little bit. I haven't seen your daughter in a while, which mm-hmm. is odd. Um, It seemed like there for like a good few months, I would see her like regularly. And now it hasn't been very often. Well, now you know she's still alive. Yep. She's still alive. Um, She still owes me a book, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She was supposed to write a book about me being a serial killer. Oh, okay. I don't think it's finished yet. Um, I went to Best Buy because apparently Black Friday has fucking started already. Yeah, that kind of screams of desperation on the retailer's part. Yeah, so Black Friday has hit basically every single retailer. We're starting with Black Tuesday. We're we're literally starting with Black November 1st. And uh, so Best Buy had a deal on a carpet shampoo, which... I wanted a carpet shampoo to clean my vehicles, actually, instead of my carpets, because I really don't have a lot of carpets in this house. I would like it for the carpets here. Um, just wasn't the main priority. But uh, they had a shampooer that was like $212 for like 109 or something like that. And I so I went down to the uh, Best Buy that said it had it in stock and uh, was like, hey, where's this carpet shampooer? They're like, oh, we're fresh out. Uh the other Best Buy, Cascade Station, has it. 
So they called over there to try to put it on hold, and literally as a guy like went over to check on it and pull it, somebody else picked it off the shelf. <gasps> so I was like, you son of a bitch, punch that guy in the nuts, take the shampoo, and I'll be over in a minute. And he was like, I can't do that, sir. And I was like, this is a bunch of bullshit. So I went to Amazon. Amazon luckily had it for $89. What was it at Best Buy? Uh, Like 100 something. Oh, wow. So not only did I get like, Best Buy was like $98 off. I got like 110 off of this thing. Nice. So I ended up buying that. Um, and then right after that, my son and I went to uh, our favorite comic book shop, I Love Comics, in downtown Vancouver, Washington. Now, here's the thing. This is my bad. This has nothing to do with I like comics or I love comics. Um, it's I like comics. But um, I went down there to pick up my comics. And I've kind of had this like running agreement with the owner there. That like I only subscribe to three podcasts. Or not podcasts. Three comic book series. Mm-hmm. And they're like four bucks a piece. He knows I drive from where I live down there and it takes like I don't know it takes about like 45 minutes to an hour to get from there from my house there get my stuff and back sometimes longer depending on traffic I call that my work commute yeah and to pick up my comics weekly or bi-weekly depending on what series it is some of them run every week if they're in like a if they're in like a heated moment they run weekly Mm -hmm. um we have like an understanding like I just don't pick up for like three months, but I pay him full outright and he still saves them for me. Okay. I feel like a big butt is coming. Yeah. The times where I've gone over three months, he's always called me and said, Hey, like I've got like 12 comics here for you. You owe me like 50 bucks. And I'm like, okay, here's my credit card over the phone. I'll be down there in the next week to pick him up. And, but here's the butt. It's literally been three and a half months. He did not call, did not leave a voicemail, and tossed all my comics books back out and didn't write down which ones I had. So I went down there to pick them up and they were like, we have a record that you had boxed so-and-so and so. It was like 300 and something. And I was like, yep, I've had that for five, six years now. And they're like, yeah, we see that, but we don't have a record of what comics you had. And I was like, fuck, I don't know. I was like, I have The Walking Dead. They're like, oh, the last, like, they, they had, like, the last epi- or last series that I had picked up, or, like, the issue number mm-hmm. I had picked up. And I was like, I need all of these up to date. On the plus side, the dude down there was super nice. He's very nice. Um, this is a guy I never met. Not the owner. Yeah, not the owner. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, the owner is super nice too. I, I, and he was like, I'm not really sure why the owner would have done this to you. And I'm like, I, I don't know. It might not have been the owner. We, we did come to the conclusion. There's like four other people that work there. One of them could have just realized I was past due and just closed it and not told anybody. Um, so long story short, are you out of issues that you're never able to get? Nope. He went through and got me every single thing and is ordering the ones that didn't have a stock. Sweet. So, you know big you- congrats to like Comics. Mm-hmm. They're not doing a Comic-Con this year, but next year. So, they're going to take a every other year approach. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's my comic book story for the week. Cool. Um, and then, also, I've been, like, 
prepping the shit out of the new podcast, Podcast Junkie. Yeah, um, and I've been met with a lot of feedback recently from huge podcast communities. So you have an episode out in the wild, right? No, no. not yet. No. Not not till Monday, so not till three days after this drops. Okay. I just want you to launch already. <laughs> yeah, no, it's already set. I've got eight episodes out, so two months worth of podcasts are scheduled to drop. So I have two months to record more episodes and get more out. Um, I've been met with a lot of feedback though, that there is another podcast called podcast junkie. Oh yeah. But when you Google them, they don't show up, but they're still current. Like they're still dropping episodes. So I'm like, you can't find them. Not really. Well then how do you know they're still dropping episodes? Because somebody pointed it out to me in one of the forums I'm in. Okay. But you can't find them. I mean, if you search hard enough, you can. But if you type in like podcast junkie in the iTunes, they don't show up. Well, then they're not real. If you're not on iTunes, you're not real. So a lot of people are like, you should probably change your name to not piss them off to cast junkie. And I'm like, I have at cast junkie on everything. I don't know if I should just like change the name to at cast junkie. I guess you got like what? Three days to decide. <laughs> no, I mean, it's going to have, it's going to have to be after these pre-recorded ones because they all say podcast junkie in them. Mm. So <laughs> yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, I fucking, I have no idea. Cause you did look. I did. Like, and like, I didn't find it. Name. I didn't find it. I found one that was like podcast or no, it was like junkies of podcast or something like that. <laughs> And I was like, well, that's fucking like a drug reference. But, uh, yeah, so dealing with that and then uh, just dealing with, like, commu- like trying to, like, advertise it out there and stuff, getting emails out to other podcasts. Um, I will say that Modology Motorsports has already plugged us, which is cool. Um, Skyrimatic Podcast has got a plug in there. How the fuck did you find them? Where the hell did you find them? Podcast. What did you type in? Podcast junkies in pocket pocket cast. Uh-huh. Podcast. podcast junkies was born out of genuine interest and curiosity for this growing league of podcast hosts. It's hosted by Harry. podcast junkies. Look, they're not there. Junkies. Oh, junkies. See, I'm podcast junkie. Yeah, that's totally different. Oh, I guess we put an <laughs> S at the end of it. I guess it works. Huh. Podcast Junkies explores the motivations behind the podcast inception and allows listeners to connect to a more personal level with some of their favorite hosts. Blah, blah, blah. Sounds boring, honestly. Yeah, it's literally interviewing other podcast hosts. I'm just going to be quiet right now. I think yours is better. Thanks. All right, moving on. I appreciate on. that. Um, yeah, you want to talk some tech? So briefly. We're going to... I never Tim, hurry up and fucking tell me about your tech, bro. So, like you said, Best Buy's been doing an early, whatever you want to call it, Black Monday. Black November 1st. So, I have the Hue light system like you do, and I've always wanted... I love it. I wanted a um, rope light for behind my entertainment center to, since I have in my den. Where can I put a rope light in here? I need a rope light. You don't need it. Um, I need a rope light. We can put it around the ceiling. I don't know. Your entertainment center is too small, honestly, because it's 80 inches. Um, if your shelves were differently, you could put them around behind the shelves, but your shelves are all kind of separated. I don't really see a place in this room for that. Damn it. Um, but, yeah, so Hugh controls the light um, for the Philip room. Philip Hughes. Philip Hughes. 
And so, like, if I wanted purple, like, the lights in the ceiling go purple and this rope would go purple. So, As long as you have them in the same uh, set. Right. And you can group them by sets. And I I would do that for the den. So, it would just make, like, watching a movie or a game, like, kind of cool. Because, like, behind the TV will glow blue or purple, whatever I choose. Those would probably be the two colors I would choose for viewing something. Um, It was, like... like, There's some way you can connect this shit to your TV. So, the lights are actually... uh, Flickering through the dominant color on the screen. Hmm. Like with the hue or with a different light? Uh, hue. Okay. That might help for adjusting to the dark. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I'm going to play with that. I, I say will because I haven't had time to take it out of the box yet. So picking it up was weird. So I saw the sale. It's like normally $90 and they were going on sale for $60. Plus you get a $10 um, gift certificate. So sweet. Good deal. So I go down to Best Buy and I see the box. I say, hey, can I get that? And she takes it out. And I see this, the sticker on it. It's still $89. And I'm like, can you scan that real quick? And she does. And it's $89. And it doesn't say anything about a gift certificate. So what I literally had to do <laughs> was say, well, I guess I'm going to have to order this online then and come back in an hour. So she Couldn't put- you just order online and be like, can you walk me over to the counter to fulfill no, this? No, I wouldn't do that. Why? I, because they're stupid. Why? <laughs> it's really stupid. I asked. And she's like, no, that's not the way it works. We have to go, it has to go through the system. I'm like, oh, this is some fucking bullshit politics. So, I had to, so what'd you do for an hour? What do you think I did? You want to grab a beer? You're right. Where? Just a bar, Jensen Beach. I don't know. Oh, like the pig place? Yeah. Okay. I've never been there before. Is it good? The, the beer was fine. Nice. Oh, you didn't have any food at all? It wasn't. It, I, I just eaten like oh, just before that. Lame. So, yeah, they kind of. Cool my heels for an hour until I got the email said your order's ready for pickup. I'm like yeah, duh. you motherfuckers! <laughs> it was literally ready. 55 that that minutes part ago. was really stupid. Like they were just like, we're I've gonna, never heard of a deal gonna, like that. Before. We're gonna charge whoever walk, walks in off the street full price. But if you happen to know, you know, online, that's just dumb to me. Like I get they're trying to compete with Amazon, but you know, use the strength the fact that you have a physical store as something to differentiate yourself from right? Amazon. I don't know, that part, I wouldn't say pissed me off, but it was just like, made me shake my head. So, that's where, bunch of fucking so idiots. I guess the tech talk is more about my shopping experiences. I haven't plugged it in yet, but it looks cool. Sweet. Alright, that's our tech talk. Alright guys, we, we will be right back um, after this commercial And we are back. hand. Second half brought to us by Brothers Cascadia out of Vancouver, Washington. We're drinking the champagne style IPA 5.5 APV. It's called the I Am Brute. I Am Brute. Say hello to the alter ego of the hazy IPA. It draws inspiration from champagne, dry, and effervescent. Yes, it's a bubble. Yep. This bubbly IPA is very. Very light bodies has a nice high level of carbonation to complement its drinkability. Lemon drop, El Dorado, and Mosaic. Let's try this extra hop. Sing with citrus. What? Sing with citrus. What the fuck? Aroma, but won't weigh it down. All right, cheers. Cheers. It is very light colored. 
like it looks like a pilsner. It's lighter than my pee. Oh shoot! You know what? I forgot. Totally forgot something I did. What's that? You peed? No, I had ramen this week. Yeah, fuck. You. I had really delicious ramen, Zach, at Kazuki, which is your favorite place in Seattle. It is but my they, favorite. But place they apparently in have one in Beaverton. So my question is like, is it Seattle grade? No. Okay. But it's really good. I I'm, don't know why it's not quite as good, but it, it, I'm gonna go there. It is good. You will not be disappointed. The thing is, like, okay, you don't work on Friday, so let's fucking make this work on a Friday, dude. Let's go. It's going to be super packed. What's hilarious? Not in the middle of the fucking day. This is is why I remembered that I I did this. So, it is so packed. They have this tiny, tiny lobby. You walk up to an iPad, and you sign in with your um, phone number. And if you go to the link that you get text, you can see, like, what number you are in line, which is cool. But there's literally, like, 20 people in this like a lobby about the size of your room, a little smaller even. Jesus. Right. So we were like, I don't want to stay in here. So we left. And it was like a little strip mall. And we're walking around, a bunch of weird hippie, yuppie stores, like whatever. And there's like a pizza place, um, like kind of build your own super fast pizza, like mod-esque. Yeah. There was literally no one in it. Like absolutely no one. This is like the dinner hour. Wow. Like, well, that's a bad sign. You're like, well, this pizza fucking sucks. But I was waiting for that, and they had beer, so I'm like, okay. I ordered the boy, the buoy, the buoy beer, buoy IPA, and he poured me the buoy pilsner. I'm like, this is a pilsner. He's like, no, it's an IPA. I drank it. It was a pilsner. I'm like, oh, whatever. But buoy makes a decent pilsner. I had to make a scene. He also asked me if I wanted a 14 ounce or a 22 ounce. I'm like, I kind of tilted my head sideways. The 14 ounce, I guess. Yeah, he served me a 16-ounce, so, like, if that's what they do with beer, I imagine what they do with pizza. So I won't name that place, but, yeah, don't go there. Go to Kazuki Ramen instead. All right, let's kick it. Yeah, and Zach wasn't ready. Let's kick it. All right, I'm going to kick us off some gurgling guts. Did you ever have... um, like, Gurgling guts? No. Did you ever have like in the nineties? Like, why do you have three of these? Because I'm gonna save one for next week. Okay. I'm gonna go with the stupid ones this week. So I had something like this. I don't know if this was the exact same brand, but there was like Mad Balls and there's like other monster stuff. These are like squishy balls that make Stretch Armstrong. Like, yeah, but they're the balls. Like, let's go and play the video. So imagine like something about I don't know. Like testicles. Tennis ball size. Hear that sound? Gurgling Guts, the gross, disgusting, awesome toy from your childhood is back. Fresh brains, gooey eyes, slimy insides. Yeah. Hear that gurgle? After selling over 10 million units the first time around, we decided the time is right to bring back Gurgling Guts, the classic 90s toy. Re-engineered to have more squish and more fun, we are ready to bring these gurglers back to the market. Do you have the guts to back our campaign? Reserve your very own stress-relieving gurgler and bring some fun back to the future. Remember, if you don't hear that gurgle, you don't have the guts. (laughs) Wait, is there a double pack of this? All right, so Gurgling Guts is looking for $10,000. They have 14 days to go. And they are 10433 So they have been backed. So $15 gets you the Mortician Special, classic style of your choice. There's two backers at that level. Early Bird Maggot Special gets four, four 
classic gurgling guts. So I'll give you, if you back at this level, I will give you $10 and mm-hmm. I get two of them. So with the maggot special. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. I'll give you $10. Wait, shit. Okay, hold on. Let me you tell have, you what you, you get. You have two kids and you. Yeah, okay. So That's here, a problem. Here's the thing. You get the eyeball, the brain, the heart, the stomach with the maggot special. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I might need to back this on my own. Um, and then if you miss the early bird, it goes up to 30. So that's pretty steep. Wait, distance. 25. Well, 25 gets you signed edition of. What? That's stupid. You don't, you don't want, you don't want that one. Nope, you don't want that. Don't, worry don't about even that. look at that one. Grave Digger special is the same thing, um, but it's $30 instead of 20 So, yeah. Uh, 50 bucks gets you the Dr. I Am Gory Cadaver special. Get you a brain, an eyeball, a heart, a stomach, a brain, eyeball, heart, and a stomach. So basically two sets. Um, there's plenty so, there's plenty left of those. Moving up to the very top is the Blood and Guts Party Pack. <laughs> Three sets of four. So you get like 12, basically. So you get... Like, so are we both backing this for 20 bucks? I don't really want four of those. I guess the thing would come down... I to, just want two. Which two? I don't give a shit. I just want one for me and my, one for my son. Yeah, we can talk about this later. Um, I probably want the eyeball. We can negotiate the rest. I'll take the heart. Okay, fair. Okay, what's your next pick? Um, I'd probably go for the brain. Okay, I'll go stomach. That's fine. So you'd be you'd be fine with the heart and the stomach. Yeah, that's fine. All right, we should do this. All right, so I'll give you ten bucks. Okay. All right, cool. We are gonna back. Do you want, do you want me to back it? Or do you want to back it? You know, I've backed a lot. It's... I'll back it right now. Okay, I'll give you ten bucks. Um, let me know if there's like significant shipping. So yeah, that's Gurgling Guts. We just where's it out of? Uh, it is out of Stanford, Connecticut. All right, so it's twelve bucks shipping. So by the way. Oh damn. Okay. I'll so give you sixteen. Thirty-two divided by two. That'd be sixteen. All right. All right. So that's our first Kickstarter that we just live backed. All right. So hold on. You... I got. Can you do another one? Actually, guys, do tuner. I got to tweet this. And oh shit. my goodness. Sorry, All right. Man. So I actually, this is weird. I there is a book by an author I like called Neil Stevenson that pretty much described this invention. Um, but he had it as like a spoon instead of a cup. So, like, this was like 10 years ago, and he described an invention that does kind of the same thing. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and let him talk about it if you... No, give me one second. Oh, my gosh. 217, right? 216? What's that? What episode are we on? We are on 217? Um, I have too many tabs. Um. Yeah, two seventeen, like the freeway, by my house where I grew up. All right. You know what my favorite exit is off of two seventeen? What's two seventeen? Two seventeen is a little mini freeway that goes between like I five and um twenty six. Okay. It's like a really short freeway. It's like it goes through Beaverton and Tiger. Huh. Weird. And my favorite exit, sixty nine. <laughs> there All is right. there is next sixty nine. There's a sixty nine A and a sixty nine B. Shit. Only dirty fuckers use sixty nine B. Exactly. Which one are we talking about? Uh, the Gurgling Guts? No, no. Oh, uh, the next one? Yep. It's uh, the cup. The Crunch, crunch cup. cup. Yep, let's talk about the Crunch Cup. All right, cup. here we go. Sorry, guys. Live backing is bad. VHS, VHS tape loading. Crunch Cup. The most 80 graphics you could possibly imagine. More than half of us skip breakfast each morning for a speedy exit out. I'm one of them. If your rocket's going to take off, it's going to need some fuel. That's why I invented the Viagra. Great for breakfast. (laughs) On the go. (laughs) As a rocket scientist, I have a very rigorous schedule. Sending rockets into space. 
I'm not gonna lie, I love I'm a this busy video guy, so far. And I need to eat my breakfast on the go. This whole spoon and bowl thing just doesn't work out. Plus, it makes your cereal soggy. He literally the slapped a bowl out of you guys' hands. your cereal crunchy. I've spent countless hours and, and sleepless nights trying to figure out how am I gonna make my cereal on the go? And then it hit me. The Crunch Cup, separating the milk and the cereal until it hits your mouth. We have perfected the ratio of Not cereal lie, to milk. This is actually legit. So you always have a one-handed, mess-free, ready-to-go breakfast oh, or snack you can rely on. And you don't have to be a rocket scientist to use it. Fuck, I want Just this Just add milk to the outer cup. <laughs> add your cereal in the inner cup. I'm gonna laugh Twist you on the lid. both of our stupid Kickstarters. Add the cap, I and you're ready to crunch. Stupid. The Crunch Cup is dishwasher safe, and it fits in the standard size cup holder. So you can bring it wherever you want. Whether it's on your way to work, school, or by the pool. We need your support to make Never Soggy Cereal on the go a reality for everyone. With your help, we can get the Crunch Cup into production and straight to your door. And we have great rewards and incentives for you to help us reach our goals. That means everyone in the family's getting a Crunch Cup. Here's looking at you, Ma. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Let's crunch. If he'd have gagged right there and spewed it a lot, I would have laughed. Oh. Over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's a disgusting sound. If you were they're looking for eighteen thousand dollars, they're currently thirty-two thousand dollars with nine hundred sixty-one backers. Fifty-nine hours to go, Zach. So, I I featured this one knowing that. How much do I buy a goddamn crunch cup for? Early words twenty, all gone. Twenty-five dollars plus shipping. That's a lot for a plastic cup. Um, there was a two crunch cups early bird special. That's gone. Hold two. on. So going to the top tier. <laughs> oh my god! If you pledge seventy-five hundred dollars or more. They will send 500 cups. Shipping is $0, by the way. Okay, so that makes it actually a little more attractive. Um, they will send 500 cups to the school of your choice. Wait, um, what? Yeah, they will send 500 cups to a school of your choice. For how much? 7,500. I can't afford that. It's sorry, poor children. I'm sorry. So, yeah, if you really want one of these, these things, it's 25 bucks. All right. Tim, you want, to know the, uh, you want to know about the blackest thing ever? Um, besides it's not my, my dick. I was going to say my soul, but, oh, but well. you went there. Yep. Okay, what's the blackest thing ever? This watch. I'm going to watch this watch. Have you ever imagined looking into a black hole in the universe? Now you can. Wait, what? Introducing Chronotechna, Look the blackest black watch hole. ever manufactured. Holding the world record is the darkest man-made substance. It's a limited edition automatic watch using aerospace super black coating and nanocarbon high-tech, delivering the most fascinating and best timing experience <laughs> in the history what of watches. What time watch is it? I don't know. The watch face absorbs virtually all incandescent light, making it ideally suited to addressing light. Zach, you've got a hole in your arm. Underwater <laughs> or under extreme sun. It reflects so little light that it's often described as the closest thing to a black hole we'll ever see. There's the blackest black watch ever made comes with a super <laughs> fluorescence time indication contrast in lime, orange, and white, making it the coolest and most unique thing on the earth to simply read the time. 
<laughs> For the watch case, we use a marine-grade stainless steel which resists even the harshest conditions of the open sea. You can choose the modern classic look or a black look with a diamond-like carbon coating that makes the case almost 100% scratch-resistant, maintaining the new look and value of your watch for years. Even our crystals are sapphire-coated to be absolutely worry-free while wearing the timepiece, all at no additional cost. Thanks to the water resistance of our watch cases and the handcrafted Italian leather straps, you'll look good on any occasion. What if I'm in space? Hi Kickstarter, my name is Pavel Schick and I'm the CEO of Konotekna watch manufacturer. Together with SwissMade Solutions and our suppliers, we are His bringing a are unique weird. Kickstarter project alive at a revolutionary price. Yeah, Help us I bring the blackest watch ever They're made to your wrist. Do I get Kia? Like a space IKEA. Okay, that's that's fucking weird. How much does a watch cost? All right, guys. Oh, God damn it. First off, they're looking for twenty one thousand six hundred twenty five U.S. dollars. They're currently at three hundred thirty three uh, three hundred thirty five thousand four or one hundred forty seven U.S. dollars. Numbers are hard. Numbers are difficult. Six hundred ninety backers fifteen days ago. Uh, one dollars gets you a thank you. Uh, one watch, three four hundred and fifty-five USD. Yeah, fuck that. What's the highest level? All right, highest level is eight thousand eight hundred fifty-six dollars. Oh, twenty watches, small business. Uh, literally twenty of everything. Okay. Um, hold on. There is a uh important note on this. Um, after the campaign ends, you'll receive an email with instructions on how to choose your watch cases. Faces and straps. So if there's you, ten out of ten of those available. So hurry up. If you want to watch, it looks like Satan's anus. Yep. Um. And uh, this next one is called uh, Snow Shark. So going from deepest darkest black to blind blinding white. Yep. Snow removal tools just aren't sexy, right? I don't know. Until now, introducing Mine. I mean, Snow I've Shark, seen some really the weird snow porn. tool reinvented. But first. A little history. Please. We are Stephen and Lori Wood from Lake Tahoe. Tell me the history. Why are we bringing the Snow Shark to you via Kickstarter? Well, we understand that living in the snow is no joke, and after 15 what snows years, struggling ourselves with different. Oh no! Oh no! Snow! Snow! Oh shit! All right, we're gonna start over, guys. No, don't start over. Tell me what snow is. We don't actually get that much snow here. Snow is white powdery stuff. Oh. Uh, powdery Struggling ourselves with different snow removal tools. Here we go. We finally gave up. If you're still watching, we bet you have to. There just isn't anything convenient on the market that window. removes snow yeah, no shit, and right? from vehicles. Like you would think we so. did what any entrepreneur would do. We made our own. We've been in the manufacturing like industry scraper. for over a decade. Yeah. So we literally learned and spent the last three years designing you can stand and developing back from and, so you get over you. and redeveloping right. what we call a game changer. Snow Shark is a non-abrasive snow removal tool that's not only more effective at its job than anything on the market, but it's also designed to be super convenient. No more awkward snow tools. That thing is fucking huge. We've carefully engineered all it's moving parts big. to endure it's hundreds huge. of uses. My Alienware laptop is bigger. Strict quality control I wouldn't guidelines. scrape a car as a laptop either. Snow Shark is a giant leap forward <laughs> for snow that. kind. When you're dealing with bone-chilling temps outside, 
Convenience What's bone-tilling is key. Tough. We don't get those. So why do we always end up reverting negative back 75. to using our arms? Yeah, no, even the good old household broom a time or two. I have felt we negative got 32 before. That out sucks. In the snow with broken or ineffective By that snow point, tools. you just feel warm. The current products on the market just don't cut it, and we know it. We've read your market reviews, and we've done the painstaking research for three long years to come up with a product that finally fits the bill. Hallelujah! We've developed the world's first truly compact and effective snow it's not compact. designed to get you on the road faster. I mean, it's kind of... Here's how we're different. Compared to an actual... Our compact snow, snow shovel. A snow plow? In just yeah. under two it's not compact. Yet, it looks like a durable tool. Like a small T, like a small computer monitor. If you had eight, in, if you had eight inches of snow on your car, this would be compact. Thirty-seven inches. You're not going to have. If I duct tape a broom to an eighteen-inch TV monitor, you're not going to go out to your car with a little snow scraper that we usually use around here. Will not scratch or damage your vehicle. Our patent-pending push-pull motion. And perfectly wait, wait, wait. Allow you you cannot patent faster. the fucking push-pull method. Everybody... I use that on my no, girlfriend I, in high school. I call bullshit. All Everybody this, pushes and pulls. Easily collapses for easy That's what she said Okay, no, no, I'm done with this video. This is dumb. Push-pull method. That's the only way you would scrape a video. Alright, Tim's done with this. So we're gonna... Push-pull method. We're gonna... We're just gonna... Tim. Push-pull method. Reno, Nevada. So a state that has no fucking snow. I think they do in the hills. Oh, well, whatever. Push fucking pull like snow shark fucking push backer pull. over here. I'm not backing this shit. I'm going to take one of your monitors and stick a broom on it. No, not one of my... Please don't. Those are expensive <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> well, I mean... They're looking for 10... fine because we never get snow here. That's very true. They're looking for 10,000 US dollars. Guess how much they're at. Six thousand four hundred seventy-two. Thirty-four thousand forty dollars. <laughs> four hundred sixty backers. Just use a pizza box, people. Pizza? What the fuck? Uh, you can still get the early back early bird package. Don't do it. Forty dollars. Granddaddy them all. One hundred thirty-three pack. So you okay? I've only got two arms. What am I gonna do with third one? Your dick. Um. The tick doesn't have a hand on the end of it. It's a problem. Duct tape. The only thing I'm doing with duct tape is <laughs> duct taping that broom to your monitor. No. Yes. Now I'm, I'm going to duct tape your dick to it and it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Moving on so my dick is safe. All right. Games. What are games have you been playing? We've been playing some, I've been playing a surprising amount of PlayStation VR. Mm, no puke VR, gotcha. No, that's the thing. Both these games do not make me puke. You know why? Puke VR because <sighs> they both use a fixed perspective. Um, the games I've been playing are Tetris Effect, which um, what the fuck is Tetris Effect? So you know Tetris. You know how that I works. I do know Tetris. So imagine Tetris, but like shits exploding all around you, and there's awesome music. That's the like short. dubstep music. What are Sometimes. We different tracks uh, totally different vibes um and it, they all build so like as this as the stage progresses you want to get to like 35 lines or whatever the further you go like it builds up there's also a lot of like where the um when you drop a uh, a block or you create a line that will uh, trigger a tone in the music that's that in sync with the music so you really get in the zone of like yeah like it just yeah it's, it's really cool 
And you don't have to play it in VR. Um, I played it first um, just standard on the screen, and it looks great. Okay. And then the music's great. But once you put the VR headset on and, like, stuff is, like, happening all around you, it's just so badass. It's really cool. And I, really, I need to come in your house to you, try this out. You do need to try it. And it doesn't make me puke because it's fixed perspective. You're looking at the tiles in front of you. Stuff. stuff just like what are you doing? Don't worry about it. Muy interesante. Okay, the other game I'm playing is uh, Astro... Josekis. Astro... Feed your soul. What are you even talking about right now? I'm going fast, too. Josekis beer. Feed yourself. It has nothing to do with Tetris or Astrobots Rescue. We have 10 minutes. Hurry up, Tim. You're not helping. All right. Astrobots VR is an amazing. And him? God damn it, and these two. I'm even going Weapons fast. Play. Okay. Do you remember the first time you played uh, Mario 64? Yes. Did it have an effect on you? You were like, wow, this is really cool. It's yeah, like Mario, yeah, yeah. But I can run all sorts of directions. Yeah. This is similar. Like, this is like really cool. What You're game like, is this? Astro, Astro Bot Rescue? <laughs> I'm probably getting the name wrong. You are doing a great do, job. Whatever. Do you remember Playroom with a little... Um, I never played it, but I have seen videos of it. So it's like, like it, yeah. it shows all the different things you can do with VR. It's those same robots, but they've got their own game. And it's really fucking cool. Like, you really? Just, you just go through a level. Um, you control one of the robots. You try to find other little robots and rescue them. And it's like a fully realized 3D world. And because you are like back, like it keeps you in the same perspective. And you just move the, the robot through the area in front of you. So there's not the pukey effect. And it's really good. It's really fun. Um, I haven't played a ton of that. I just downloaded it. I, I saw the demo. I played the like one level of the demo, and I was, I was instantly sold. It's really good. Huh. And then the other game I just played with you, uh, Soundfall. Um, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, as we both... It's disc- very it, fucking crowded. It's busy. There's a lot going on. There's. It's so busy to the point where I couldn't keep track of my character. That's a problem. Yeah. All right. I went fast, so you could do whatever the hell you're going to do now. Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay, that's not Red Dead Redemption 2 on your screen, though. I'm trying to... Just don't worry about it. It's porn. Don't worry about it. <sighs> don't watch porn during the podcast. That's for later, Zach. <sighs> so tell me about Red Dead. So Red Dead, I have been playing quite a... Not like a lot, not as much as I want. I'm on like section 3, chapter 3, I think is what they call it. I didn't know that chapters. Yeah. Um, and... So we just moved camps to a new location. Um, just got introduced to fishing. Um, How do you like fishing compared to hunting? Uh, I like the hunting aspect of it a lot better because it's literally like you can actually like track the animals and like you can actually see like the hoof prints mm-hmm. and try to find the animal. Whereas fishing is like literally just throw it out there, wait for a fish to bite. So better than Zelda fishing or not? Same. Okay. I mean, you really can't do anything new with fishing. I'm not sure that's true, but okay. I mean, literally fishing is just like tossing a lure out there and just like waiting for a bite. So before we started, you were telling me a story about finding lions. Yeah. So I like and randomly. And you stopped like, wait, I should tell this story. Yeah, yeah, I should. Okay. So I was like riding my horse through the fucking backcountry one day. I was just like, I'm going to fucking explore. No story missions, nothing. I'm just going to explore See what randomly pops up. I ran into, like, a few, like, of the gangs, quote-unquote, that are, like, anti-you. So, they start shooting at you randomly. Um, the main protagonist gang that's against you, like, pulled up a caravan, started shooting me. I killed them all. 
continue on my way. I'm like, I'm just going to fucking ride my horse out. Just see what I find. See how far I can go. Um, and I ended up stopping, like, right when I met this, like, weird fucking guy. Girl. Guy. Um, let alone, like, nothing against, like, cross-dressing or anything like that. This is set back in the Wild West where that's, like, completely unheard of. Um, ran across a, uh, carnival. No, what the fuck is it called? Like, uh, ah, shit. Like a, shit, what the fuck is it called? I guess it'd be carnival. Freak show? Carnival? No, it's like where they have, like, elephants and lions and, like. Circus? Circus, yes. Circus. (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. God damn it. Shut up, Tim. (laughs) So I ran across a circus, like, horse caravan. Okay. That's been, overturned and the i thought it was a woman but it turned out to be a guy cross-dressing um and he was like blah 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 told me his whole entire life story it literally was like a five minute dialogue that was like i don't give a shit what the fuck is this story here um comes to turn out that like he lost a tiger Two lions, a zebra. So it's a bizarre fetch quest. Exactly. It's a bizarre fetch quest. As I'm fetching these animals, I'm learning the, like the fucking donkey or the zebra is a donkey. That's like painted. And he's painted it. <laughs> and they look like a zebra. It's like a low rent circuit. And he's like, as long as I keep the lights down, then nobody will know it's a not a zebra. And, it, and I'm like, uh... Okay, and the next thing is like, you gotta go get a cougar, or no, not a cougar, you gotta go get a lion, and I'm like, yeah, I saw that, and uh, I'm like, uh, okay. It's funny, like, we're talking about circus animals, and my wife just texts me, we seriously have one damn cute hippo. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's like the timing kind of odd. The timing's perfect. Perfect timing, mm-hmm. kind of odd. Um, And so, like, I'm like, alright, I'm gonna go look for a tiger. It's like, I literally, the whole entire mission, I have, like, my gun out. Like, fucking tiger's coming out at me. Fucking like a cougar. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. So I get that. I bring it back to him. Like, my character's like, you fucking said a tiger. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, it's a cougar. He's like, well, the people don't know because of the art and the light. And I'm like. People fucking know a goddamn tiger like, compared to this tiger goddamn has, cougar. Tiger has stripes. Cougars don't. Oh, no. They, he's painted the stripes on it. So he's good at painting animals. Oh, yeah. He's, he's very good at painting he's animals. He has a specific set of skills. So this goes through like four or five animals. And I'm like, every single one of them is like this like harmless creature. So all that, of his animals are fake. All fake. And then we get to the lion. And I'm like, okay. I have to pause. My son wakes up from his nap. And I'm like, all right. We're going to pause this for a little bit. So I pause it. Put it into uh, rest mode. Come back a few hours later. My son's like, he's freaking out. He wants to like play with the animals. I'm like, I'm on a fucking animal mission. I'm going to go get the lion. Bring it back. So I start up the game. Red Dead Redemption 2. My son's like, horse, horse. I'm like, yeah, fucking horse. Like, it's fucking sweet. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. Like, speaking like baby gibberish shit. Like, I don't fucking understand. And then like, we get to the lion. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, it's a lion. And he's like. Oh, well, fucking turns out it's a goddamn lion. And so I have this, like, mental, like, thing, like, do I 
kill the lion? Because he's trying to kill me? To, I thought you were supposed to bring him back to the lion. Or am I supposed to like try to capture the lion and bring it back to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. So I tried that. Didn't work. For 20 minutes. There's <laughs> how, no way. How do you catch a lion? You you don't. So then I, re- I gra- grappled with the, do I fail the mission and not do this? Or do I shoot the lion and see how the story mission plays out? So I literally spent an hour here grappling with like, my son's not even two, but he understands what's going on. Do I kill the creature or do I not? I killed the creature. Daddy. After an hour. After an hour, he's like, like literally I shot and he's like, boom, boom. And I was like, well, you son of a bitch. You understand. Well, you just saw your first death ever. circle of life. Yeah, exactly. I was like, so you want to listen to Sword and Scale or what what are we doing here? We listen to Sword and Scale? What? Sword and Scale? Oh. I don't know what Is that what about. I was supposed to share with him or after this? Or no? no, no, no. Circle of life. Okay, circle of life. So, so you shot an animal in front of your son. That's the moral story. Definitely. Was it, it was trauma? weird as fuck though, because like my creature, like or not my creature, my uh, character Arthur Morgan walked up and like there's these two guys and he's, they're like holding this barn door closed and like we fucking caught a lion and I'm like, dude, it's a dog. Don't worry about it. Wait, like, I'm so confused now. Was there a lion or was there a dog? So, my my character, Arthur Morgan, was like, I know what you're talking about. Like, it's fine. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to bring it out. We're good. And they're like, no, 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 it's a lion. And he's like, it's not a lion. I've been working with this guy that catches creatures. It's not a lion. And he goes in there and, like, fucking, like, just fucking, like, comes out of the back of this, like, thing. And, like, you don't even see it happen. And... So your character like runs out front. It's like a, like a cutscene. He like runs out front and there's like dead horses and pigs and humans everywhere. <laughs> You're just like, oh, oh I guess it, I guess it fuck, was a lion. It might be a lion. So like the one animal that's real is the lion. How the fuck did he get a goddamn lion? <laughs> so, um, I got a free ticket to a carnival. So we'll see where the hell that ends up in the show. I'm 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 not really sure. Maybe not let your son watch that part. Because there could be like a freak show. I I really just don't know what the hell is going on with Red Dead Redemption. I'm loving the story, but also on the other hand, I'm like, dude, there is so much shit. Pa- like this is Skyrim level packed in. Like literally when you hit X amount of level, weird shit happens. Like if you hit level 80 on Skyrim, there's literally people hunting you down. that tell you to go fight them at this like cliff. And mm-hmm. you're just like, the fuck? And it's the same, like, Rockstar Packed has got this fucking, like, thing down on lock where, like, random shit happens. And it's gotten to the point where, like, I'm literally riding my horse through places and people are, like, begging for my help. And it kind of gives you a little blip on the map. You head that direction and all you find is, like, 17 people massacred. And there's just, like, wolves circling them and, like, eating them and stuff. And you're just like... What the fuck? What happened here? But, like, I've done it to the point where, like, there's a glitch in the game. I'm not going to say, like, what the glitch is, but it gets you money. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I've reloaded to that point before where I've, like, I fucked up some parts. Those in-world interactions are not just set, like, going down that path. Like, I've literally done this glitch to where I go down the same path to my next, like, checkpoint. I'm not doing it anymore. 
but I've done it like three times where I fucked up and different things or nothing happens. Hmm. So it's literally like randomly generated based on the game at that point. Hmm. And, uh, it's strange to see like one time I ran into like a gang of people that were like literally hunting me the next point, the next time or not the next time, but like two times later was like a cutscene that happened with like, uh, I can't remember what they're called like back in the day, but like basically nowadays it'd be considered the FBI. Um, they were like Rangers. No Pinkerton detectives. Yeah. Um, they're searching out a cutscene happens with the Pinkerton detectives. Reload the game. Cause I fucked up again. Um, and literally nothing happened. And Weird. it was just like so strange how things happen. Um, anyways, so that's the red dead redemption. And, uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode. So don't forget to check, check us out at Facebook, facebook.com. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm having some more beer before you leave. No, you're not. Facebook.com forward slash plug, plug and play show. God damn it. Just, just. <laughs> One more time. Facebook.com uh-huh. forward slash plug and play show. Very good, Zach. Thank you. Twitter and, Twitter and Instagram. In- Insta what? Instagram. Okay. I got to clear my throat. Hold on. <laughs> just so you all know, Zach's home. Zach's safe. You lose your place? No, it's not playing any music. We could hum. <laughs> I can't hum our, our ending music. It's too complicated. <laughs> it's very complicated. Did you turn the volume down? I, I did. Okay. Twitter and Instagram, at plug Insta and play. Tw- <laughs> I didn't catch that. Insta what? Instagram. Very good. Very good. At plug and play cast. Mm-hmm. And until next week, don't forget to... Prime and shine. Fuck Nazis. <laughs>